Since the onset of the pandemic, Detroit, like many cities in the U.S., has seen a surge of gun violence. Most of the crimes go unsolved. WDET's Eli Newman examined one shooting death and how the Detroit Police Department investigation prompted more questions than answers. The morning of July 16, 2020, Antoinette Ivory got the worst news of her life. Her daughter, Kanisha Coleman, was at Sinai Grace Hospital. I was told that she shot herself. Reason and understanding just went out the window. Ivory rushed to her daughter's bedside, but Kanisha was getting worse. Two days later, the 25-year-old mother of two died from a gunshot wound to the abdomen. Ivory says her daughter's death was hard enough to process, but then she started hearing a second story of what happened. I had talked to doctors, nurses, in the 8th precinct. They told me that from the wound and from the scene, it didn't look like she had shot herself. According to hospital records, Kanisha Coleman was conscious when she was brought into the emergency department. She told doctors she heard a gun go off and realized she was shot. Detectives had more detail. In their report, Coleman stated she was the victim of an aggravated assault. On July 19th, a Wayne County medical examiner declared her death a homicide. But in the weeks that followed, Antoinette Ivory says DPD was eager to reclassify the cause of her daughter's death. In texts and emails, homicide investigators began to frame the case as a suicide, with little proof and some glaring omissions. I started hearing about different evidence that they didn't have, like a gun. And so I'm saying if you didn't find a gun, you know it's not a suicide. She couldn't have shot herself and hid her own evidence. Ivory was frustrated with the investigation and took her grievances up the police chain of command. She contacted the head of DPD's homicide unit and then-police chief James Craig. After initial conversations, her texts and calls would eventually go unreturned. Investigators updated her less and less frequently. Ivory says the experience made her feel ignored and distrustful of the police department. It's left me feeling like Basically, they're God and I'm nobody. You know, I'm black. I'm a low-income mother. I'm not a famous person. I don't have a lot of money. And so I feel like they felt at that point they could railroad me and tell me anything because I had no way to, I have no way to fight back. In November 2020, four months into the ongoing investigation, Ivory escalated matters. She filed a citizen's complaint with DPD's Internal Affairs and the Board of Police Commissioners, the two bodies responsible for police oversight in Detroit. She told them about the police's suicide narrative and the fact that they had not found a firearm at the scene. And then she waited to see what happened next. She'd find out the next year, her suspicions confirmed. In February 2021, more than eight months after Kanisha Coleman died, the office of the Wayne County Medical Examiner reclassified her death as a suicide. In its new report, the examiner referred to the work of DPD's homicide unit, which spoke with witnesses to the incident. They claimed Coleman's gunshot wound was self-inflicted. Police used lie detector tests during their interviews, the results of which would not be admissible in Michigan courts. But citing that testimony, police concluded that people with Kanisha that July morning were not lying leading the examiner to overturn the initial ruling of homicide. No physical evidence was entered. Kenesha Coleman's murder investigation was over because technically no crime had been committed. 
the Detroit Police Department declined to be interviewed for the story. So did Michigan Medicine. The university has a five-year deal to operate the Wayne County Medical Examiner's Office until October 2022. The contract costs more than $31 million. But other experts have spoken with Ivory about her daughter's death. L.J. Dracovich is the medical examiner for Oakland County. He says he hasn't seen photos related to the case, but the reports he has seen raise some serious questions. Initial impression is that it, it is all nonsense and it doesn't make any sense whatsoever because uh, everything has to be proven somehow. Dragovich says medical examiners use a variety of physical evidence to determine how someone died, like finding gunpowder residue on the body. The first report noted that was something not present anywhere on Kenesha Coleman. Dragovich says changing someone's cause of death is rare, and something he's never done in his more than 35-year career. The fact that the second report cited a polygraph test to change a homicide to a suicide, he says, is even more concerning. That is not tangible evidence. If, if those are used to persuade a person responsible for medical legal death investigation to change something, it's got to be much more than that. Despite that perspective, Detroit's police oversight panel did not find any fault with the case. A month after the homicide unit closed its investigation, Antoinette Ivory was informed that her citizen's complaint had been administratively closed. According to preliminary data from the Board of Police Commissioners, the 8th Precinct, which covers the area where Kenesha Coleman died, led the police department in citizen complaints in 2020. Most were procedure-related. And this was happening when violent crime was on the rise in Detroit. DPD reported 328 murders to the FBI that year. Police cleared less than half of them. Aggravated assault, which includes non-fatal shootings, has a lower arrest rate. There were more than 11,600 offenses reported. Police cleared just one in three. Antoinette Ivory has since moved out of Detroit and is taking care of her daughter's kids. One is nine years old now. The other is five. She says her family never got the grief and loss counseling that comes through DPD's Victims Assistance Program. You're basically a nobody to them. Had I been a rich person, famous person, or even my daughter would have been somebody, I felt they would have treated us different. But because they look at her as a nobody, and I feel like they look at me as a nobody, they didn't see reason to take the case serious in the first place. Ivory hired a private investigator, hoping they can deliver better answers after the public ones let her down. I'm Eli Newman, WDET News. This is the first in a series of stories about this case. Eli Newman is following and will provide updates throughout 2022.